welcome to episode 39 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 12th of April 2017 and I'm Darren and joining me as always is Terry. Bonjour. Hello Terry. Hello. Um, Tell me what you've been up to. It's been two and a bit weeks. It has, yeah, because uh, we're recording on a Wednesday which feels weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm... I'm 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 still doing the road trip thingy of well I say road trip I'm driving to work and back. It's close. You're in a car. On, <laughs> it's a, on the it's road. a road trip to me. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, still having a lot of fun with that. Going to random places, doing my adventure thing. Nice. And speaking of adventures, Darren. Yes. I took a trip to Manchester over the weekend. Did you Did you drive? Uh, no, I didn't. Ah, okay. Um, we we we're getting into the tackling of of motorways and stuff like that, which I, I still need to do motorway lessons yet. Okay. Um. So yeah, got the training and uh, yeah, you know it was a good day. I went last Friday, uh, and uh, Darren, I went to go do the uh, the Crystal Maze. You did indeed. Oh man, how was it? Fucking awesome. <laughs> See, it was so good. So I, I started looking at the dates and stuff. Uh, this mm-hmm. was way back when you said you'd got it for Christmas, I think it was, or your birthday? It was. It was Christmas, yeah. yeah. And I started looking at the times, and it's like they were managing to fit nine of these in, in an hour. And I was thinking, man, that's going to be rushed. Yeah. So from what I can tell, they, on the, because I got a quick glimpse of their like checkboard sort of thing, mm. um, they were staggering them every ten minutes. Jesus. So... What it is, the, the, I'll I kind of explain the experience. Um, suffice to say, if you really like the show, you really fucking need to do this. Because yeah, it was sure. so good. Yeah. God damn. Um, so they put you in a room to kind of like, right, here's your eight members of your team. Right, converse. Uh, figure out who the captain, team captain, and what games you're good at, and blah, blah, blah. We'll come to you shortly. Yeah. Uh, so they do that, and then it's like, right, okay, if you want to just go through that door. And then they just put you in like what I can only describe as an interrogation room with a like a a two leveled like leather seat. Oh right. And a and a TV. And they show you some like nineties nostalgia stuff and all that sort of stuff. And the crystal maze pops in, and you give it a little bit of a woo crystal maze, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, it's sad that I remember this. Um, basically, when Edward Tudor Paul took over from Richard O'Brien, yeah. Uh, the first episode has Richard O'Brien sat, like writing a letter for the new tenant, and uh, he says, "Oh, don't worry, I'm leaving it in capable hands. He'll be around. He'll be with you shortly." And uh, our like maze master like jumps through the curtain. It's like it's me, sort of thing. So I thought that was a clever way of like, yeah, okay. I'm leaving it in capable hands, sort of thing. And he kind of gives you a bit of preamble. Do you remember the games? The all the types of games, the zones, you know, all this, that, and the other. And he checks in with Mumsy once every so often Ooh, over the radio. Okay. Yep. So what it is is basically he's time checking uh, to make sure that the, the 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 team in front of us has moved on to the next zone so that we don't hit and go like run into yeah, them. Yeah, sure. So it's a very well kind of oiled thing. Uh, they've got people there at the time resetting the games, which was the only thing that kind of broke it for me. Got you. Um, okay. But I understand that they they've got to be quick and reset the games before they can move on to the next one, that sort of thing. Yeah. So you're going through the zones, as you would do on the show. You've got the four different types of games. Um, but this time, it's kind of like you don't get to choose which one you want to do. It's like, right, I've got a physical next. Who wants to do it? And right. then you kind of go through. It certainly wasn't me. Um, 
so yeah, it, it's just you're just playing the games from the like very similar games from the show, that sort of stuff. You're mm. going around, you you build a camaraderie with your team. You don't know these people, but you're all together. And um, I was the uh, <coughs> first person to get a crystal. Um, it's so good. It really is. It it then you get into the dome and it's like because we ended up getting eleven crystals. Okay. And uh, which gives you fifty-five seconds inside the crystal dome, mm. and it's super cool. They they put you in the dome, they lock the door, and um, all the while he's talking, it's like the radio had like got into the frequency of the speakers inside of the dome. Wow! And all of a sudden, it like shut the door. They didn't pass him a mic, and he's like, "Can you hear me?" And it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like it's just voices like booming through the uh, dome at that point. Yeah. And he's, he does the whole, where you start the fans, please, and, you know, and he blows a whistle, and the music starts playing, and all this, that, and the other, and you're catching the, It's a lot harder than it looks. It really... It, I mean, it looks hard, but it's way harder than that. Sure, okay. Um, What an amazing experience. I mean, just the, just the silly, like, cheesy grin that you have from, like, beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. You feel like a kid again. Um, you know, yeah, you, you go from like medieval to industrial through a secret bookcase, and then you magically going up these industrial-like stairs while the transition music from the show's playing to make you feel like you're transitioning to the different zones and all that sort of stuff. And it lasts about, I'd say, about an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Uh, each team member, I mean, they don't do it that way, but they encourage you to give at least, you know, one game per person. Yeah. Okay. Um. But our team, because we were getting through them that quickly, we managed to get at least two games apiece. Oh, wow. Um, I think a couple of us got an extra game. So, yeah, it was good. They don't do any, like, lock-ins like the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what it is is basically if you get kind of locked in, uh, they ask you a question or a riddle. And if you get that wrong, you get a crystal automatically taken away from you. Right, so okay. one girl ended up doing that, got the question wrong. So they ended up taking one of the crystals away. So it would have been 12. And it's all just basically high score based. There's no like silver tickets to deduct from the gold and that sort of stuff. Sure, but yeah, yeah. They want everyone to win. But the personality of the guy that was taking us around was just absolutely spot on. Really? Like okay. he, he made the experience for us because... Uh, he was like a professor that had uh, uh, him and his uh, and his chimp Amadeus had built the games and all this that and the other. And he said he wanted us to beat that his score of ten, and obviously we did. And but it's just his personality that just shone through that just helped. He was very similar to like Richard O'Brien. Okay, and it just helped immensely. But if you like, I say if you're a fan of the show, I would certainly recommend do that. It's I'm not going to say it's pricey. I mean, obviously, I didn't pay for the tickets, but it was one of those where I was looking afterwards and thinking, I'd really like to do that again. Yeah. Okay. And I saw the price of the tickets, and I'm like, wow, that's that's quite a bit. However, the sense of fulfillment, and I like to say, it sounds corny, but it was for me, it was legitimately like a childhood dream come true. Yeah, Because sure. I'd watched every single episode of this when I was a kid, and I always wanted to go on the, uh, the Christmas specials because they were always the kids' specials. So. Yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, Crystal Maze, so worth it. So worth the money, obviously, because I didn't pay for it. But um, yeah, awesome experience. Fantastic. I would recommend that to I'm anyone. I'm really glad you so, enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you wanted to know how I got on with it, and I'm happy to say that it was kind of everything I'd hoped it was. Oh, fantastic. Um, so yeah, if, you, if you're going to go do that, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's good shit, man. Excellent. And then they've got a convenient gift shop where you can go buy stuff. Oh, was the crystals in there that you could 
buy? Yes, there was. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and I bought one. T-shirts, all that kind of thing. Uh, I'd already got the T-shirt, but they, they've got everything from like um, the like a small crystal that you collect in the games, and they got like a bigger size crystal, which was a bit too much. Uh, they got the bomber jackets. Okay. Like later on in the series, they, they had started wearing bomber jackets. They yeah. got them uh, hoodies, T-shirts, all that sort of stuff, so... So like a little knick-knacky thing, but yeah, ended up getting a crystal and uh, yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Fantastic. So I've actually done something this time round. Well, Look forward to the next episode where I say I've done absolutely nothing. <laughs> You're back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself? What have you been up to? You've been blowing up my watch with exercise-related stuff, Darren. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? So I think I mentioned on the last one that I'd had my stitches out and I was looking forward mm. to getting some exercise done. Yeah. Um, so I've gone to the extreme. Right, okay, yeah. So basically I, I, I started using Strava again because uh, that's where all the my midlife gamer brother in are uh, with with nice nice feeds in there of what people have done and stuff like that. And you can like them and stuff like that and comment if you need be. Kind of like mm-hmm. a Facebook but not full of shit. Kind of like a Facebook but for people that exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... There was a recent update to the Strava app, uh, which works on the Gen 2 um, Apple Watch. So you don't need to take your phone with you, which is kind of cool. So now it's done that. I've now switched back to that. So I can now be back within the community. Um, Mm. And then I was thinking, so what normally happens is I I go to work during the day. My brain hurts. I come home. I'm like, right, I'm going to go out for a run now. And my brain brain and my body's going to be, oh, come on. Really? This time? (laughs) No, just have a sit down. <laughs> sure, you don't want to take away. Yeah, that kind of thing. So I thought. <laughs> so I thought, right, I'm at work. Uh, they, there's a there's a changing room. There's showers. Uh, they, there's a lot of healthy people around. They all go out for runs. I'm like, fuck it. Why don't I just go out for a run at lunchtime? Hmm. And I've started doing that. So three times a week now, I've been going out for a run at lunch. It's quite nice because it run down the side of the River Trent. There's like a canal around the back and all that kind of good stuff. Right. And today I, I, I set a new record for myself. I, I did, I think it was, um, was it 8.6 kilometers? Uh, to be fair, my legs are kind of still shaking a little bit. But, you know, okay. it was good. It was good. I, I saw, a th- didn't you post a picture on Saturday that said that you've been running for like an hour and a half? No, no, no. So what I did on right, Saturday, okay. no. So what I did on Saturday, I I thought right, I'll grease the bike up. You know, I'll I'll get it all lubed up and stuff. Ah, and I okay. thought right, I'll see if I can actually cycle to work because if I can, I can do that instead of going for a run. So I cycled to work. It was like ten miles. Um, Kind of cycle around Nottingham a little bit, cycle back, and it, yeah, it was about an hour and a half. It was, uh, I think, it was thirty-one kilometers or something, right? Which wasn't too bad. I got back and I'm like, oh, I'm fairly proud of myself. Legs are aching a little bit. Um, f- later on in the day, Wayne checks in. Yeah, I just done a thirty-one k run. <laughs> I'm just like, nice one, Wayne. <laughs> but I thought I'd done so well. Yeah, but no, it was it was nice to get on the bike. Yeah, cool. So yeah, exercise. Yeah, so I've done that, and unfortunately, what the Strava guys don't see is on Tuesdays and Thursdays I go to the gym, and I just use the Apple Watch for that because I'm too lazy to manually punch it in. So anything that right, will automatically okay. sync, I'm, I'm more than happy with. Um, but anything that requires, you know, manual stuff, I'm not interested in. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. So I think I'm on about ten or eleven day streak of 
um, absolutely destroying the um, the personal move goals. You know the things that Apple do. Yeah, I keep on uh, getting these things where it's like, uh, like oh, progress update for Darren. It's like okay, right, okay. Oh, he's, he's got another medal, right? Okay, great. He's got another medal. Like I think I got like three alerts today to say Darren's got medals, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, mute for today. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most most because it's it's like it makes me feel guilty that I'm just kind of stood there <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's no, interesting. I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's nice to get out. I'm feeling bloody healthy. Well, that is apart from the cold I'm just recovering from. Oh, you've got another cold, Darren. I've got, well, I'm I'm on the custard stage of a cold. So right. uh, Friday I came down with a sore throat. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, but I have moved seats this week. Um, we've we've totally moved desks back to where I used to be. So fingers crossed I shouldn't get as many colds. You say that, but... Yeah, I know. I, I think we should, maybe we should... Maybe you should just do like a check in like once a month with you just to see how how your colds are getting on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I think where I was sat before there was many overlapping areas of cold, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So potentially I could get sneezed on by about ten people. Where where I am right. now, about two people. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, so not too bad. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, we we did some bathroom stuff. Um, not like going to the bathroom. We were out shopping for stuff. I took a major shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> took a massive douche. Bathroom stuff. Yeah. Well, we we kind of went um, went out looking at all this stuff. We'd all planned it all out. Uh, we started getting samples, looking at the floor. We're like, perfect, perfect. That all works. That all works. I think we've now finally made the decision. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were going somewhere else. We thought, right, we'll just go to Mickey's. Uh, we'll grab some food and then. So I went in, Mickey's, scoffed that down, which was dirty, by the way. Um, right, okay. And just before I was leaving, uh, went to the loo. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, they've got exactly the same colour scheme we've just picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, we can't have it Mickey D's colour now, can we? <laughs> so back to the drawing board. We got to tell her, I could have sworn I've seen this somewhere else. Well, yeah, I kind of went back out and I'm, I'm like, Christina, go to the toilet. She's like, why? So just, just go. <laughs> she walked in. She just put her in the door. She went, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we pretty much picked hell. exactly the same colours, so like the grey floor and that like um, dark oak colour. And... You could have just taken a picture of it and just like, we want that. <laughs> yeah. That right there. I hear KFC's got nice bathrooms. You should try them too. Yeah. Well, as Christina says, <laughs> she went, well, at least we don't go. I'm like, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. Um, weather's been nice, so I've been doing some garden stuff. Oh, Jesus. Went and hacked the shit out of that um, and started Ooh. working on the back corner. Um, so I've seen this nice little, not gazebo, but it's like, um, I don't know, this wooden thing that has... Um, gazebo. It kind of a gazebo, <laughs> but it's got like um, a fly-proof mesh. Okay. And a door on and stuff. Um, and I thought, all right, well, I'll go and clear that bit up and see if it'll fit up there. And, yep, it fits up there. So that's on its way? No, I've, I've got to go and do the clearing up work first. But ah, right, that's, okay. that's bank holiday, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I also recorded another two episodes of Scottcast. Uh, yes. We're getting there slowly but surely. Well, I've only edited one. <laughs> I, like I say, we're getting there slowly but surely. Yeah, I've got I've got three more to edit and then uh, two more to record and then 
Now that's your bank holiday weekend. Uh, pretty much, yeah. 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 Which sucks. But it'll be worth it in the end. Yeah. What? That, that'll have been done with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And then just two final things. The the Xbox Atmos update is finally a thing. Yeah. Uh, UE stereo speakers. We. Oh. Yeah, so it works really well. Um, I tried yeah. uh, tried a few discs, put them in. I, I, I now have watched Deadpool in 4K with HDR and Atmos. How did that make you feel? Really? Apart from wet. Yeah, damp, damp. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it looked good and it sounded brilliant. So yeah, finally I've been able to retire my Blu-ray player from the front room. Yeah. Well, it made it up no, to the bedroom, shit. not plugged in, so it, no, it, it'll end up go. in the loft within a couple of weeks. And then eventually on eBay in about five years' time. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. And then just finally, I upgraded my interwebs. I now have the really? dirty, big, fat 300 meg pipe. Fantastic. Because obviously I need it. <laughs> so, right, okay, yep. I heard the question mark at the end of that one. So, well, look, long story short, I was on the Vivid Gamer 200, um, which give you 200 down and 20 up, I think it was. I think that's what I've got now. Okay, cool. And then they give me the, for an additional three quid, I could get an additional 100 meg. So I was like, yes, please. It's just been greedy. There are some people out there that can't even pull like five I know, meg. I know. But so I, I give it a test, and I thought, right, let's just give it a go. Fifteen gig game. Oh, ETA seven minutes. I was like, okay, that'll do. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 yeah. Just watching it hit like thirty-eight k a second. I was like, <laughs> made you feel tingly in all the right places. Yeah, it's good to have good fast internet. It, it is, yeah. I mean, not that. To to be fair, I don't need that fast. But yeah. if it's there and it's available and it's three quid a month, why not? Yeah, exactly. At least when you get to one of those things and it says, "Oh, there's a patch download," you give it meh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah. What's that? Mind you, if it was PlayStation, it'd still take about seven hours. Yeah. Oh man, they need to do their server stuff. They they really need to work on that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we've babbled on enough about stuff we've done. Let's talk about what we've played. So Terry, I can see here you've been playing some more rock band. I have. Man, that game's good. Uh, I was thinking about, like, because I've got um, Guitar Hero Live. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about doing that and maybe kind of doing like a, a rock off sort of thing, like maybe doing something like, you know, comparison of the two games. But, you know, it's just, I just want to play my rock band. <laughs> I never was, I was always a Guitar Hero guy. Uh, and then when Guitar Hero changed to the six button configuration, yeah, like three up, three down, um, I like it, but I missed my five buttons, my five familiar colors. Uh, my little whammy bar yeah. and all that sort of stuff, and it's just man, it's so satisfying. I, 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 pre- I'm gonna give a bold prediction here because I know this to be true. I will buy more songs and I will play more rock band this weekend. Um, because I don't have anything planned, so I'll be rocking out with my proverbial cock out. Nice. 
you've not got around to playing it at all yet, have you? Uh, no. Um, so it's one of the few reasons that I've got my 360s still plugged in because we mm-hmm. want to finish the main story on Rock Band 3 before we move across, shall we say? Yeah, you don't want to miss out on all that essential canon storyline before you move on. Absolutely, to yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know what you're getting into, but it's just so fucking fun. It, it's just it's just fun to like f- for jam out to like these bloody songs and you feel like a badass when you get to the end of it and you're just like oh thank god i survived but not only that i did really well yeah yeah uh, apart from some of them which i suck at I, I try and be very brave it turns out starship uh we built this city right at the very end has a very awful solo um the rest of the song i can play fine on expert but pff, can't do that solo wow keeps beating me which makes me sad but yeah turns out that game's really good and they are constantly improving their catalog of uh songs that you can download so i found i've been going and, and kind of cherry picking like my favorites i i mentioned on the last episode i'd, I'd bought a few but yeah i'm building a wish list up but not only that they, they're adding more constantly so it's good to know that even what two years after it came out they're still supporting it in a in a, in a you know, good capacity. Yeah, and it's playing you some some good tunage. So, yeah. So, rock band. It's 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 good. It's very good, Darren. Very good. I I don't want to keep droning on about Horizon either, but I, I, that's another game that I feel like having talking having talked to someone that has finished the game. Yeah. Sounds I'm not too far away from the end. Okay. So I feel like. I'm probably going to mainline the the main quest line, yeah, and then do some clean up on the side stuff because it sounds dismissive to say I want to get it over and done with to move on to something else. Yeah, but and I, I don't want to come across like that because I I've, I've said it like every episode for the past three four episodes that I'm I'm super enjoying Horizon, uh, and I still am. I, I'm really enjoying it, but I feel like. I've spent a lot of time with it now. I've I've definitely got my money's worth out of it anyway, but I just feel like there are other things out there I could be playing, and it's got its hooks into me as to a point of where I don't want to break away because then I could leave it for months on end and never come back to it and then eventually come back and get bored. I don't know. So it's weird. to be fair, I'm in exactly the same boat. Um, right, okay. Uh, as, well, as I put there, I've been, I've been really quite busy. Mm. Um, so when I have had some free gaming time, it's sit down, do a horizon. Yeah. And I'm like self, it's just like, right. So I, I bought all the maps, right. I'm going to go and get all these, uh, all the metal flowers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm just not progressing the main story at all. Yeah. And to be fair, some of the side quests do get a little bit repetitive stuff like, oh, scan this, follow these footprints. Oh, at some point I'm going to get my ass handed to me. That's the one, yeah. So it's just like, okay, well, that, that's fine, you know. Um, but I, I'm like yourself. I know if I stop playing it, then I probably... It, it, it'll go onto the shelf with, like, the fallouts and, and things like that. And, mm-hmm. But I, I can't... Because I've got it on rental, I'm, I'm very conscious of that. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, if absolutely. I've got it for a month, then that game has now cost me a tenner. If I have it for another month, it's cost me 20 quid. Yeah. And that's the thing, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like there's anything, like, super-duper mind-blowing that's that's come out 
since the, I mean, obviously Mass Effect, that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But you know, it's it's one of those where nothing for me personally is grabbing me. So like Horizon is kind of my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've got a lot of stuff, obviously, that I need to clear off the list of half-farcedness. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm still enjoying the world. I'm still enjoying the story. It the story's still like I don't know what. the what is going on but oh i think it's an absolutely fantastic game i mean i've had some absolutely, real yeah. moments in it i mean um i can tell you where i am in the story and i don't think this is a spoiler i yeah. have met the deathbringer and i was like you want me to take that fucking thing out <laughs> <laughs> no that's not a spoiler is that one no but that is that's a moment yeah i was just that is a moment <laughs> It's just it's it's like oh oh look this is the Deathbringer and uh, okay there's its turrets and that's that and that's that and that missile and I'm just like Jesus Christ it's like right take it out I'm like what we're gonna be behind this rock over here bye <laughs> yeah pretty hang much. on <laughs> what <laughs> but it's yeah it's a lot of fun is that game but like I say it's it's one of those where. No, I can't complain. Even the world's too big because I enjoy I enjoy going around the world and I, I've got and doing zero stuff. complaints about the game. Um, yeah. Again, just doing. The, I think I think because I'm just doing side quests at the moment. It's like go here, do this. I mean, I, even even at the point where I'm in the story, I've now upgraded all my satchels. They're fully mm. upgraded, so I've been out. I, I've spent nights just going out hunting. Uh, just so I can get enough uh, fishbone or whatever, just so I can upgrade X, Y, Z. Yeah. So I'm at full capacity on all those. And I, I, I'm just really, really enjoying it. But I, like yourself, I'm thinking, maybe maybe what I need to do is go through the story, enjoy the story, uh, because mm-hmm. uh, the, it's very hard to think, oh, shit, I, I've just... I've kind of got that... I've never played The Witcher 3. But I yeah. get the feeling it's going to be very similar in the in the way that some of the side quests are more interesting than the story. Sure, and yeah. And you can I go can on like um, a quest chain of about eight things just to get to the end. It's just like, wow, that was an amazing story. Oh, shit, that wasn't the main story. Oh, over here somewhere. Yeah. And then you've got to kind of switch focus. Like, oh, right, what was I doing again? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's even like I'm in the middle... I'm not going to say anything in particular, but I'm in the middle of a side quest that I've been going on for about 45 minutes now. Yeah. uh, And I'm stuck in a particular section, and it's just like, this isn't even a main quest. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm doing this thing, and this this isn't even like the the main story, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. But I I feel like I need to be laser-focused, do the main, get that over and done with, and then mop up everything else and and just kind of, you know, you know, if, if needs be, I I don't think I'm going to platinum it because uh, I I don't I try and not play games that way. Yeah, sure. Uh, but if I can, you know, get the majority of the trophies, that sort of stuff, I'll be happy with that. But I mean, it's just stuff like um, uh, what is it, Neo mm. Automata? Yeah, I played the demo of that, and uh, you know, that's something that I'm thinking that I could I could just somewhat fast paced and just story based, really quick zip through it all, and yeah. that sort of stuff. But Oh, I you know feeling like I want to play Deus Ex again, uh, and do it on like hard bastard mode and and that sort of stuff. So, I think probably by the next episode, I'm hoping I'll have finished it by then. Sure, okay, uh, and then can kind of talk about things other than just Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but man, that Agents of Mayhem looks really cool. Yeah, I like the look. Yeah, of that. it does. <laughs> it, it, it just 
I'm just shocked that that's single player. It, it, everything yeah. says to me that that should be like a four player co-op Borderlands esque in in Saints Row esque universe, and that could be amazing. But it's just like single player. I'm like, really? And it wouldn't be bad. But you can only. I think when you do the missions, you can choose three people. Oh no! You, you can't even choose. You know what I mean? You can't like swap between them. There's like apparently like twenty different characters, but you can only take three into a mission. So even if they'd made it co-op or online, you could only do three player. Yeah, yeah. Unless they changed it, or that maybe that'd just break it. But yeah, that game, man, it looks great fun. It really does. It does. Yeah, it's just a bit of a random aside there, but I was just thinking about like fun, silly games and yeah, and Saints Row and Agents of Mayhem look really good. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. Video games, Darren. They're a thing. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we've played. Let's discuss what we've watched. So, Terry, have you been watching much? Mm, Yeah, well, not much, but I've watched a couple of things. I watched Chappie. I love that film. Fine. Finally got round to watching it. You know what? It's 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 really good. Yeah. Um, I really like Neil Blancomp's directing. As do I, yeah. Uh, super fucking gritty. It's just real, Darren. Yeah, it's yeah. grit and real. Um, yeah, super good film. It's like a mixture of Short Circuit meets Robocop meets, like I said, the gritty realism of of uh, of these uh, Neil Blancomp worlds. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. It's it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it tells a really good story. You know, the the, the feels hit you in in parts and yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say like a massive amount of stuff happens, but no, but it was what? just genuinely a good film. Yeah, exactly, and and that's what I I wanted from it, and that's what I got, and it it makes me happy that that is a thing because I mean, it made me want to go back and watch um, uh, District Nine sure. and Elysium. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I've watched District Nine since it kind of first came out onto like Blu-ray, but. Yeah, um, I think if you look on um, iTunes, I think you can buy all three in like a, a bundle package. That sounds like an even better plan. Cause, than, but... Yeah, because I think I got the first two. So I got District 9 and Elysium for, for under a tenner from both. So there's probably okay, a three no, that's back. not bad. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad at all. But yeah, it, it's one of those where I kind of just want to go back into those worlds. And kind of coming out of it, the thing that made me sad was the fact that he had an alien film planned. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he was planning on... Um, he was going to take the... He was going to split the, the timeline. So, basically, after he wanted a sequel to Aliens... Oh, okay. Where Hicks and Ripley kind of woke up from stasis and did their thing. Yeah. Uh, instead, and just kind of negate 3 and Resurrection, which sounded super fucking fascinating. Uh, and then they decided to go with Ridley Scott and Alien Covenant. Uh-huh. I didn't like Prometheus, so... Uh, this looks better. I will admit that the trailers, yeah. you, you don't watch trailers, so yeah. this does look better. But I am being cautiously optimistic about this one. Mm. I really want another good Aliens film, Darren. Yeah, indeed. Man. And then I went to the cinema to watch The Ghost in the Shell. How did you find it? With Scarlett Johansson in the skin-type yes. bodysuit. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Worth watching. <laughs> you know what? I super enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. The the sheeple, they're just crying out <sighs> that, oh, there's no, you're whitewashing cinema, what are you doing? And it's like, right, okay, 
they explain it in the context of the story why they do it. Yeah. Just watch the film first and then make a decision. I understand if people want to be pissed off afterwards, that's fine. But it's all explained and it may seem like it's a cheap fucking excuse, but it works. Terry, Terry, stop speaking sense. This will go on the internet. I know, Darren, I know. But it hurts. I know. Um, so... Have you seen anything, any adverts? You don't watch trailers. No, um, but I have watched the original Ghost in the... In fact, I own the original Ghost in the Shell. Oh, fucking hell, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, that was one of the few manga films I've got. Mango? Is that classic manga Yeah, film? anime. Yeah. It's anime, yeah. Anime, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you like that, you'll like this. Cool. Uh, in fact, there are some parts in it that are like... It feels like a shot for shot remake. Oh wow! Okay, of some stuff. So it's like it's really good. Um, the only thing I will say is, so they do like landscape shots of 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 where they are. Yeah, and it kind of feels like they're trying to go for the Blade Runner style, okay. um, gritty like cityscape that sort of thing. Yeah, but they've got like holographic advertisements and all that sort of stuff. But it looks so clean and shiny and all this, that, and the other that it doesn't feel like it's real. Right, okay. Uh, whereas, like, but there are some sections that kind of, like, show, you know, like, dark alleyways and slum areas and that sort of stuff. And they look dark and gritty. Yeah. But when you kind of pull it out, I mean, maybe that, that, that I think that is actually kind of what it's supposed to be, but, but it kind of pulls you away from it a little bit. Um, the story is good. Uh, the acting was really good. Everything was really good. But it came out of it at the end, and I was chuffed with it. I mean, uh, my friend that I went with, he hasn't watched Ghost in the Shell, the anime. But he knew, and even there's enough in it for him. To yeah, he he okay. super enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, he was pulling like the subtle nuances from the film that I never really even thought about that kind of ties into the whitewashing stuff uh, okay. like, argument. And it's like, fuck, I never even thought about that. But you think about back to it and it makes sense. So yeah, yeah, sure. It's it's just a pity that it's getting hit with this whole this whole thing, but it's the internet will do its thing and it will continue to do it forever and ever. So yep. until it eventually explodes and your yeah, 300 meg fat pipe will mean nothing. <laughs> 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 oh man god damn it but yeah it feel better for yeah. that maybe <laughs> but yeah ghost in the shell like genuinely it's it's a good film cool i am I, i'm kind of sad that, that it's getting like a bad rap but i can kind of see why some people might have a tough time with it but you just pay attention to the film it's, it's yeah. kind of all explained there for me but yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I've been really watching other than the challenge stuff. So what about yourself? Um, so I had last weekend to myself. Christina was working away. So I thought, right, I'll catch up on some films that she doesn't like. <laughs> okay. Um, so I watched Jason Bourne. Yeah. I, oh. I, I was bored, senseless. Um, it, oh. So have you ever watched any of the Bourne films? I have watched all three of them, oh, and then you know yeah. need to watch this because it's exactly the same as the other ones. Yeah, um, oh. lots of action, lots of stuff. Um, people shooting at Bond, Bond getting away, Bond doing stuff, and it's that. It's just pretty much a carbon copy from the other ones. You get a tiny, tiny little bit more story of the whole Bond universe, but mm-hmm. it's not enough. It's no. I, t- 
I watched it on my own. I was sat there, I had a few JDs. So yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Explosions. Nope. Nope. iPad. iPad, yep. <laughs> oh no. Did you watch the one with um uh, Jeremy Renner? Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just like eh. it's a Bourne film without Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll still select Bourne on the title. Yeah. For reasons. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh man, that's a P because I really like those three films. Um I'm gonna say three, because it was an enclosed thing that should have been to be honest if you've liked the other three watch it maybe it was my friend mm-hmm. mine maybe it's because i was coming down with a cold but i was just like so pretty much i watched the entire thing while dick around on my ipad um and i don't think i missed anything from the story because it was it, it <laughs> sims the previous stories with a few tweaks here and there mm. and mm. that was about it but it was all right yeah uh let's see i Film-wise, I, uh, Christina and I sat down on Monday evening and we have finally watched Rogue One. Yeah, it's uh, those last 30 minutes pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this was one of, I thought this was better than Seven, personally. Uh, yeah, I agree, I agree, but... I, Come on, Darren, get it out. <laughs> I, there was nothing wrong with the film. Um, mm-hmm. It was, first hour and a half was a by-the-numbers... Disney adaptation of Star Wars. Yeah. Where there was maybe one or two key characters. The rest of them were just backfill, which I couldn't tell. Basically, I can tell you about the the, the droid. And I can okay. tell you about her. I can't remember anybody else. And I watched it two days ago. Great. Um, but Memorable. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I yeah. remember watching Star Wars for the first time. I was just like, Fucking hell, I knew everybody's name. I, I did research. I got all the toys. But with this, I'm just like, oh, okay. I've seen a picture of you when you was a kid. You, you was like... Stood next to Darth Vader. Yeah. You was t- yeah, it was like you was like next to a really poorly dressed Darth Vader. It was, it was actual Darth Vader. Oh, my God. No wonder the grin on your face was so big. Yeah, on Scarborough Beach. But, I, I mean, did you send me a link or did I... I can't remember. I, I remember texting... Uh, they've got like the next so many years planned. Um, yeah, is it fourteen years? Something ridiculous. Yeah, fourteen to seventeen or something. But it's just like, what are you doing? No, you should. Star Wars should be like a, a special event. It yeah. shouldn't be. Let's just pump these out and just like. I think that's the same thing with comic books. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still enjoy them, but they're getting very tedious now. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's sad if they released them like once every at least one a year. They don't have to do three or four. Yeah, I think people would be happy with that because it's like, oh fuck, the new Marvel films coming. Out. Oh my god, new Batman films coming out soon. And I think the people are just getting tired of it. It's just getting shoved down your throats, and it's just too much. Possibly, yeah. I mean, as I said, the first hour and a half were were all right. They they made the ending what it was. And without yeah. them, um, but that that last half an hour was mind blowing. Really, really well done. Some intense shit. And uh, just the way that it, for want of a better word, merged or, or enhanced um, Star Wars or Star mm-hmm. Wars New Hope. Yeah, really well done. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Hats off for that last half hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, maybe I've got to go back and watch it again, and because I I remember coming out of the cinema and, and thinking that that was a shit hot film. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, that last hour, half hour really does ramp it up. But 
So yeah, I reckon. I mean, it's it's now it's now available pretty much everywhere. I mean, I I got it on iTunes, but knowing what's coming up in the last half hour, I bet if you watch it again, you'd be just like, oh, "Come on, get to that bit." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should just leave it fondly in my memories. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, TV wise, let's have a look. Uh, Legion. Lead. Oh, Legion. Yes, that's a thing. Legion. Um, it was only seven or eight episodes. That that's now done now. Oh, is that really? Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that seems short. Yeah, very short. Uh, but worked really well. If you watch them, if you binge watch them, that'll probably make more sense. Because week to week, it was just like, what the hell is happening again now? Because it all right, it okay. always start the episode on something and be like, shit, have I missed an episode? Have I skipped an episode? Have I gone back an episode? <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of felt like that, and I'd only watched the one episode, so there you go. Yeah, but like I'd miss like a half a se- season full of stuff. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Do we know if there's a second season or unknown? I, I, I mm. you know me, I, d- I don't look on the internet because it's all full of spoilers and assholes. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> uh, let's see, Fortitude season two. I'm halfway through that. I don't know what it is about it, but we. We got totally engrossed in the first season. Mm. Uh, watched that, and this, it's just very Moorish. There's not a whole lot that happens. Right. But you've basically got this small town, this small settlement. I can't remember which one it is, but it's on one of the poles. Okay. So it's just a very snowy, very secluded town. Yeah. And there's just stuff happening, but it's just the interactions between these people. Because mm. you've got, like, the cop, and you've got the bartender, and you've got the doctor... And it's really good. It's really good. I mean, in this, yeah. you've, you've got, in the second season, you've got Dennis Quaid. Oh, okay. Uh, first season, you had uh, Christopher Eccleston. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely really, it really enjoyed it. In fact, we'll probably binge watch a couple more episodes tonight. There's only 10 episodes per, per series, so. Very good. So yeah, that's good. After my few JDs on Friday evening, I rewatched Con Man season one. Yeah, you did. That is fantastic, you know. That is really <laughs> funny. The, is that under the uh, enhanced with alcohol? Actually, no. You can enjoy that shit sober. So yeah, absolutely. But but with alcohol, uh, laugh out loud, funny. It really I is. Season two yet? What? I know. I know. But, well, I don't. I, maybe I should go back to season one because I can't remember the the subtle story things in the in season one. So yeah, so I'd watch season one. Uh, season two is, in my opinion, a lot better. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. Maybe I do. Maybe I do that over my five day weekend. Yeah. How about you do that? It's like it's not like I've got no time to watch it. You know. Exactly. Uh, and then just finally, I picked up a new series on Netflix. Uh, Dirk Gently. Sorry, what? Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently? Um, very bizarre. Um, I think uh, I think yeah. Anthony sent in an email uh, suggesting this. Yes, he did. They were yeah. giving me crap for the last episode that I recorded because we hadn't done anything with them. Uh, but yep. So I thought, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll give it a go because he mentioned it was by Douglas Adams and a little bit out there. So I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. Really enjoying it, but if Legion messed with your head, this will also mess with your head. Right, okay. It's uh, It's got the feel of a bit like Preacher. Okay. Mixed with a bit of Doctor Who, and just generally a bit batshit crazy. 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen like um, when you hover it over on Netflix and it shows that little trailery thing at the beginning. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, okay, sure. What? what? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> we're two episodes in and we don't have a clue what's going on. Mm. I mean, it's quite well cast as well. I mean, you've got uh, Elijah Wood as the main cast member. He's right, yeah. He's the guy that everything centers around. But you've got Dirk Gently, who's a holistic detective. So he doesn't look at clues or anything like that. He tries to work out how everything is kind of bind together. So it's like him doing something here will in future do something to something, which will then do something to something. And then the killer will be so-and-so because X. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a bit mind-boggling, but looking forward to getting through that and seeing where that goes. Mm, very good. Yeah. Something else to add to the list. Indeed. Um, okay, so Terry, tell me what you think about Reservoir Dogs. Man, this film's really good. <laughs> Isn't it? Um, so I wasn't so sure what to expect after the first ten minutes was basically just these people sat round in a diner talking about stuff. And not tipping, yeah. And not tipping, yeah. And then it cuts to... One dude's been shot, and now he's in the back of a car. And then they go to a warehouse, and it all takes place in the warehouse. Yeah. With very little outside stuff being shown. But the one thing I like about Tarantino films is they're quite dialogue-heavy. Yeah. Um, but not in a not in a bad way. Uh, I'm, well, okay, Inglorious Bastards kind of went on a bit too long yeah. for my liking. Agreed, yeah. But yeah. this is... This is kind of the perfect length. I think it's just over. A, it's about an hour and forty minutes, some something like that. But yeah, it's it's really good, uh, considering it's based around essentially what three or four kind of main people because the rest get off off screen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a super tense kind of film that you just don't know what you to, you're expecting going in. Yeah. And then things kind of get drip fed, and the the way that he tells it out of order, um, that kind of shows you how it leads up to this, and you kind of look back and realize the subtle little things that they do to give away the fact that who the who the snitch is, yeah. who the cop is, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that he snitches on um, the, one of the guys for not tipping, like immediately just gives him up. Yeah, sure. There's one where they're they're driving down a road, and like an orange balloon just happens to fly by. And it's like, oh, he's Mr. Orange, okay. Yeah. I can I can see these little things that, you know, uh, I, I can see what they're doing. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bloody good. I, I didn't realise this predated um, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, by two years. But, yeah, you can kind, in this one, you see him finding the style. Yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, uh, that he is known for. But, uh, yeah, bloody awesome. Um, How many references do you now get that you didn't get before? I do get quite a few now, yeah, which is um, thankful. I'm, I, it, with each film that goes by, I, I, I get more and more of the references to like just random little silly things that maybe I've seen in stuff like The Simpsons or anything like that. Yeah. They'll just have an offhand reference to some. It's like, ha, that's funny, but what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it makes me want to watch more stuff. Uh, by Tarantino. Yeah. Um, but then again, I've seen Pulp Fiction. Kind of think the only other main one I've not seen, Jackie Brown. Um, I've seen Jackie Brown. i tell you which one I haven't seen. I haven't seen The Kill Bills. 
Okay, yeah, I've I did I, what, I think I've watched the first one, but never got around to watching the second. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I, I think when they came out, I, it, it was in the infancy of uh, Christina and I, and she didn't like the look of it, so I never got around to watching mm. it. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, I mean, what's his newest one? Hateful Eight. Yeah. I've not seen that yet, but I mean, I, it's one of those where, like with the challenge, I mean, I've been given two now of uh, of Tarantino's mm. stuff. And you know what? It's safe to say I like Tarantino's stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, maybe I should maybe I should watch the Kill Bills. I don't know. Maybe I should. I think I don't they're both know. on we'll either see. Netflix or Amazon Prime. I, I definitely see the uh, the icon on one of them. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to give it. I, I don't know. It, maybe when it does, if it is on Netflix, I'll I'll give them a watch. But uh, it's just way handy to have. I'm, I've become very lazy as a consumer these days. So <laughs> I I'll just wait until it comes on Netflix. I'm not buying it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a, another good recommendation. There, it's it's one of those where even though you know the twist, yeah, that film is is tense in ways that I, I could still go back and watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um. So yeah, it's yeah, you you done good there, Darren. You done good. Very good. Um, next one I'm gonna give you something a little bit more lighthearted. A film that I grew up um being told to shut up about it. because uh, I used to go on about it all the time. <laughs> um Okay. And this is um Spaceballs by Mel Brooks. Oh fucking hell. Okay, cool. Um so it's kind of a should we say a Star Wars parody? This is one that I have been meaning to watch for a very long time now, and have never got round to watching it. Now, I still know line for line this film. Um, okay. I, it, it was something came out when I was probably uh, early teens and okay. I watched it over and over again and over again and over again and I absolutely loved it. Um, mm-hmm. I've not watched it for about 10, 15 years so I'd be interested okay. to see how it holds up. So my my version of that, just as a, a quick aside, uh, yours was Spaceballs, mine was uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, that was also on my list. Uh, uh, that was a film that I would come back from college and watch it every day yeah. straight yeah. and recite the lines and, yeah, do the stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, that... I'm, right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching Spaceballs because, like I said, this is one I've seen and never got around to watching, so... If you like the Mel Brooks comedy, then I think you'll really enjoy this. Mm, well, I've never seen Mel Brooks films, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is You've like. You've never seen anything like Blazing Saddles or anything like that? Nope. Okay. That <laughs> so that's been added to the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Spaceballs. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely into that. Cool. Okay, so that's what we've been watching. Let's discuss what we've read. Terry, have you been reading anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I've really been trying to, but I. I'm just cannot find the moment. Uh, the moments to to listen to anything. Like I say, it's my my commutes have gone from over an hour to ten minutes. Uh, and by that point, it's pointless listening to anything because by the time I've started getting into it, I've had to stop getting into it. So, and work is. I'm not in a position recently where I can listen to a uh, a book or anything like that and and kind of have some some me time if you can have that sort of stuff in a workplace. But uh, yeah, 
again, maybe it's just maybe I just need to go out mm. into the like open world now. It's getting nicer and take the world in while listening to Red Dwarf books. Yeah, sure, sounds good. It sounds a cop out, but I I I genuinely relied on my um uh commutes to work. Yeah, and it's fucking annoying because I got an email the other day that Audible have said that there's a sequel coming to that Alien book. Oh, okay. Uh, audio drama and that's coming towards the end of this month and i've got one credit and it's like i really want to spend it on that and i probably will do but i just won't get around to listen to it for a very long time oh, which is annoying because i really like that so um yeah hmm. I- i'm gonna try and make some more time but i just don't know how i can do that but i'll i will find a way i will find a way darren i feel like i'm missing out i you know I'm- i've got all these books to listen to and i'm just missing out on stuff yeah uh, it's like podcasts, same thing. Not listen to them either. So anyway, so I've uh, with my recent <laughs> desk move, and uh, I basically I, I used to sit next to uh, a very chatty developer, and mm. uh, it was one of these that you'd have you turn around to have a brief conversation, and you'd still be talking fifteen minutes later, even though you were turning back to your desk and getting on with your work. You're just like, yeah, right. shush, shush, shush <laughs> now, shush now. <laughs> I'm listening to Ready Player One again, Shut up. Yeah, but but she'd also just turn around and start talking to you, even though you had headphones mm. in, like, uh, what? Eh, hang on. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Yeah. Yes, how can I help? Yeah. So, so now we move desks, and now mm. I'm doing all this lovely exercise. Um, I've managed to power through the Masters of Formality, uh, you know, the one that I started and put down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've now completed that. Oh, very good. And now, how do we feel about it? Um, not his best work. It was an interesting premise. Some interesting characters were underutilized, I think. Okay. And and still, after getting through it all, there was there was just names that he used, which just for. I mean, I got halfway through the book thinking uh, a chef called Bars Bars uh, was a bloke. Only to find out that halfway through it was like, oh, she said, oh, really? <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, Matt. do you want to kind of roll this back a bit? What's going on? Yeah. And there's like yeah. Hennick uh, and Gris. And, and it's just like, Hang on. Are these male? Are these female? Where are we going with this? That is kind of the difficult balance when you're making up like alien names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to really kind of convey that stuff early on because, like you say, you think that this thing's a bloke and then it turns out to be a woman. Yeah. So when you're visualizing these people as well, it's just like, uh, oh, hang on. No. So I think I can say it spoiler free. It's you've got two ruling families and mm-hmm. they've got all their staff. And the Masters of okay. Formality is the person that hangs around with the ruler and advises them. Yeah. Um, so they've got this big law book and it's like, uh, yeah, I suggest that we do this because this is this is written and da 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 uh, But as well as that, you've got all the staff as well. So you've got the chef and stuff like that. And it's just basically the interactions between all those. So the, the subject matter wasn't really that interesting and... Mm. And when a lot of it is is reading out rules and and ways people should be doing things, it was just like, oh, come on! It was like listening to a barrister. It was Mara. Yeah. So. So well, I mean, it's 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 over now, Darren. It can't hurt you anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, there was there was a very strong character in it, which did actually make me laugh out loud with some of the writing. But he was used for about four or five chapters in the middle. 
and then just thrown away. And I was like, oh. Right. So That's pointless. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm listening to next. Uh, I picked up a couple of new podcasts, uh, but I will discuss those once I've got a couple, a couple of episodes under my belt. Mm. You've been listening to any more of that um, BBC... BBC One. No, well, yeah, I keep yeah. I keep dipping in for the odd, odd episode, but I'm waiting for the next season to come, and I'll just start from right, scratch. Okay. With those uh, the uh, Monkey Cage podcast, I think it was. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you'll I tell you what, you'll you'll have to try that um that alien one. Yeah, so I've got I've got three credits. I think you dig that. Yeah, so I might pick up that because something like that will definitely help with running. So if your brain's occupied, it, it kind of switches your legs off. Right. <laughs> or should say the, you kind the, of... the sensors coming from your legs saying, dude, I'm really fucking tired. The the wobbling doesn't give it away at all. No. I mean, that, that's maybe somewhere to go because, I, like I say, I, I genuinely enjoyed that book and I'm pissed off that the sequels come in and I need to find time to listen. Right. You may be going out for runs or walks. I mean, you could get in a good <laughs> hour here and there. I, I could get a walk in. Yeah, walk. I, could go, I could go for a nice leisurely walk. Yeah, why not? Saunter. Well, whenever when I next go to Asda, I've, you know. You could walk up. Yeah. Ha! Uh, no, I've got a car now, Darren. Uh-huh. I could walk around Asda. Uh, well, you can't drive around it, can you? I mean, I could do, but I'd probably get arrested. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't advise that. It's not good. It's not good. No. So, Terry, it's time. Yes. <gasps> it's time for the reading corner. So Terry, you suggested we read Lola XOXO. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, it was fine. It was it was okay, I suppose. I guess. Am I just am I being too polite? Um, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I just don't think it went in the direction I thought it was going to. No. Um. I, I, I didn't. I didn't mind it. It, it was. A, it was an okay story considering it was just six issues. Yeah, and it, the the artist definitely liked drawing pretty blonde ladies. In yeah, with fishnets yeah, yeah. and yeah, fishnets and and short like Daisy Dukes and uh, yeah. And although it was based in the wasteland in an aftermath, you could have said it was in a western, and you wouldn't have known any difference. No, that that was kind of the thing that got me because it's just like, hang on a second, uh, what's going on? I did kind of like the beginning bit where they, you know, they kind of had a very brief like lead up to it. Of, yeah, you know, the, the, it's a modern day thing, but oh shit, hang on a second, nuclear explosions. Yeah, uh, and then that's what creates the wasteland. So unlike Fallout, where it doesn't give you an explanation as to what's going on. This tells you up front, right, this has happened because of X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it tells a thing and stuff and people trade with bullets instead of, like, caps. Yeah. And stuff like that. But I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. Um, like, it didn't go where I thought it was going. Yeah. It was... It, yeah. I didn't I didn't hate it. Um, I, I, I didn't think it was bad at all. It was just okay. Yeah. Okay is the best way you can describe it. This is a solid five out of ten. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, maybe a bit extra for the art style. I like the art style, and I, I follow the uh, the artist sure, that yeah, does it. But yeah. the only thing that broke it for me, 
and this is going to sound really pathetic, and it is. So it, on Comixology, do you know when you do the tap into the panels? Yes. So when a comic book is laid out, um, they use a sheet of paper that has a blue grid on the outside. Ah, uh, okay. And that's supposed to signal like the border of the actual comic itself. Right, okay. Uh, if you look, you can actually see the blue line go throughout the entire page. Oh, wow. Okay. Like around the outside, you can see like the that's like those are the originals that have been scanned in. Yeah. And then the bubbles have obviously been done, you know, post processing and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But all of that is like hand drawn, like the coloring, everything, because they've she's had to color over the uh, the um, like the border outline right, as well. Okay. So all of that is like hand drawn, hand coloured everything. So I commend her for that because that is quite an undertaking. I mean, the, the majority of them will do it, but you know, it's just a little little thing I noticed. Then it was just like, why is there a blue line running through this person's forehead? Ah, that's why. Right, got you. Um, but I did, I didn't mind it. it like you say, it's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous and say it was a six. Okay. Which, Purely just just that extra little mark, just to be awkward, just because of the art style. But it it was fine. Okay, cool. So I'm going to give you your next one. Okay. I'm going to give us the next one. So you like Preacher? Uh, I like Preacher, yes. This one is is written by the same person. Oh, okay. Um, And this one is called The Boys. Okay. Um... Yeah, quick synopsis. It's, is there? A, uh, I I can read you the comicsology synopsis. Uh, uh, just just brief snippets of. Uh, I mean, boys. Are we, are we are we looking at teenagers? Are we looking at it involves are we it involves dark twisted things with superpowers. Oh, okay, that'll do. And super people and people who are trying to govern superheroes. Uh, okay, sounds interesting. And stuff. It was either that or it was going to be a Superman comic, and I don't like Superman, so it was this. So, okay. Yes, the next one is called The Boys. Cool. And that was the reading corner. Yes. Cool. Okay, uh, just before we clean up, we got an email from Alan, stylistic Bobby. I, I did see on Twitter, I think it was last weekend, he did some epic drive and got through plenty of podcasts, and we were one of them. So thanks very much yeah. for that, Alan. He did. He was thinking about TV series that we might be interesting, mm-hmm. and he's picked one here, which is something I massively enjoyed when it was on. Um, and if you've not watched it, Terry, it's something that I think you'll really enjoy. Okay, it's called the Almighty Johnsons. <laughs> Child. Um, quick synopsis, I guess. That spoiler free is you've got uh, four brothers. Uh, When they come of age, they inherit the powers of a Norse god. Right, okay. But because this has been happening for so long, the the powers are very diluted. Mm. And the whole story is about uh, trying to get their full powers. But what you've also got as well is uh, you've got the gods, but you've also got the goddesses as well. So they're doing their thing. The boys are doing their thing. But it's, it's like the, the youngest lad is like a teenager, so he's dicking around, he's getting pissed, he's doing all this kind of thing. Right. So it's just a very New Zealand-style um, comedy, uh, but with this mm-hmm. Norse god theme running through it. 
Okay. And it's just very well done. I think there was a, I think there were three seasons, and then it just kind of stopped. And I was good there. It ended because I, uh, Christina, and I watched it religiously when it was on. Right. Okay. Um, I think it was on Netflix at one point. I, I think Alan says it's been pulled from the UK Netflix, which is a pity. But I, if it does appear on any of the streaming services, I would highly recommend trying it. Okay. I mean, he's wrote an email that it's on Channel 4, so maybe it's something that's available on 4 OD, it maybe? It's possible. Uh, but it's, it, it's very Moorish. Um, it's just okay. um, the, the brothers, or should I say the actors that play the brothers, and also the goddesses, are really well done. Um, hmm. But it's just... I'm not going to tell you which gods they are, but some of them have got powers, but it's just like, but it's very limited. <laughs> They've got the powers, but the shit. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and they've found <laughs> ways of maybe getting the full powers or, or restoring themselves to the full power. Right, okay. Uh, but yeah, characters are brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so cool. thanks very much, Alan. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Fantastic suggestion. And I'd, to be fair, I'd forgotten all about the almighty Johnsons. Charles. So that's it for this week. If you want to send us an email, like Alan did, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to go and have a look at a very stagnant website, it's. I do have stuff going up. Uh huh. You wish. Soon. <laughs> Child. Um, it's checkpointdone.com. And if you want to go and look at. YouTube videos, um, start checkpoint done and click on the YouTube link from there. Uh, if you want to follow us on our personal Twitters, um, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. I am. So until the next show, goodbye. All right, wow.